Hey everybody, how are you doing? I am back. You are back. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show, episode number 151. Uh, let's just get right into it. You know, I, I'm not a parent, but I'm an uncle. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a pretty damn good uncle. Everybody will tell you that. I have lots of nieces and nephews. And I'll tell you this, my friend. There's something weird about the, the title uncle. Now, in your family, it's cool because I had some cool uncles and I am, of course, a cool uncle. But in the real world, people latch on to that term a little bit too much. It's overused. Like when, they, when people call everybody a genius and you start going, you know, he's just kind of good at something or she's just kind of good at something. Let's kind of hold off onto the genius thing until they're actually doing something that other people just can't do. If there's 55 people that can do it as well as you, you're not a genius. OK, calm down. And it's the same thing with uncle. Stop calling everybody uncle. I have nieces and nephews. And if you're not one of them, don't be calling me uncle. When I was a kid, it was kind of weird when you would see like a lady who was divorced or the husband died or the husband just ran off or some crap like that. And she'd have a guy that would come come over. Right. And she expected the kids to call that guy uncle. Uncle Frank. Right. But the kid has a concept of uncle. Because you have siblings. He actually has actual uncles. Your three brothers. So he calls them uncle. And I was going to call this guy uncle. The guy that shows up three days a week. Right? Hands you some punk toy he got from the gas station as a kid. Right? And then all of a sudden y'all go into the back room and you turn on some loud music for an hour. And then he walks out putting his with his belt buckle open and you're smiling. And I'm supposed to call him uncle. That ain't an uncle. Because I would hope that my other three uncles, my real uncles, would not be doing that because that would be really weird. So I'm going to call him Mr. Frank. If you marry him, guess what I'm going to call him? Mr. Frank. And if you marry him for a long period of time and he's extremely good to me and extremely good to you, I might throw a pop in there every once in a while or a pop of Frank. Right. If he's good to you for like 10 years straight, then I'll call him dad. But that's the deal. OK, so you, sir, put your pants on and get out of my mama's house, Mr. Frank. And that's all you get, punk. <laughs> because that's what the weird it's just a weird thing. And the funny thing about it is when you get to a certain age, you become an involuntary uncle to people that you don't even know. You're not a dad. Nobody says dad, but they definitely say uncle. I had street dudes calling me unk. You know, when I started, when I got into my 40s, street dudes started calling me up because they knew who I was, right? They knew I was no threat to them. They knew I wasn't going to do anything bad to them, but I'd catch me at the Chinese food store. And if you live in the Northeast anywhere, down in Philly, up here in New Jersey, up in New York, there's these corner stores that are Chinese food stores. You know, you know, there's no place to sit down. There's a counter, there's, there's plexiglass, a bulletproof glass. You order your Chinese food, you stand there, right? And then they give you your Chinese food, you pay and then you leave. But you're there for about seven to 12 minutes or longer, depending on whether or not you called beforehand and ordered your Chinese food or if you just stopped off and it was kind of an impulse buy. You know, I need some General Souls chicken. Uh, it's no, that's not that many people. There. I'm going to run in there real quick and grab me some General Souls chicken. How long is this going to take? 
Now, it could take a long time because other people could have called. You could look in there and see two people standing there, but it might be 15, 16, 20 orders in front of you. And hopefully that's not the case. But if it is the case, you're already out of your car, you're already parked, you already got your money in your pocket and you're ready to eat and your stomach is already getting ready for that General Tso's chicken and that homemade iced tea that you're going to drink when you get it. Yeah. And if they take a long time, you might even order some one of them scoops of ice cream that costs way too much. But what the heck? I'm already here. You know what I'm talking about. If you live in the Northeast quarter, <laughs> I don't know about the rest of the country, even though I've traveled to some of it. So you're standing there, you like the general so's chicken and I would like a homemade iced tea. You want the ice cream? Uh, this is going to take a long time. That why you said you want enough for one ice cream. Yeah, I just want to know if you want ice cream, sir. I'll take it when I leave. Okay, no problem, sir. Right. And you see a couple some street dudes in there and you think that something's going to go down. Maybe something's going to go down and they start arguing. They haven't gone to their waistbands yet. They haven't stuck their hands in their pockets yet. They're starting to get louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. And it's starting to be aggressive. They're starting to circle each other. And I'm going, I just want my general so chicken, my homemade iced tea and the chocolate ice cream that costs three times too much. Dag nab. But I don't want no bullets. I didn't order any bullets. I look at the menu. Nope. Bullets are not on the menu. Didn't order them. Don't want them. Right. And attention gets high. Right. And normally you don't want to say anything. Maybe you just want to leave. But I can't leave because these two jackasses are by the door. <laughs> yeah, I just said my first curse word on the podcast. So what? Shut up. All right. It's not that bad of a curse word. <laughs> and it was necessary because that's what I that's the word that was going through my mind. And that's how that's how tense it was. If they were fighting in the back part of it, it would have been fine. If they were fighting anyplace else, it would have been fine. But, oh, man, they're right by the door. I can't cut between them. You ever seen two cats standing there staring at each other? Right? And any movement, but any movement, even if a leaf moves, they just go, they start fighting. I was afraid if I made a move, they would be startled a little bit, and then they would go to their waistband and get the blast. And then, as you know from watching the news, these dudes can't shoot. Right? So they're getting into it, man. They're circling each other. And one of them bumps into me and he says, sorry about that, old head. Yeah, sorry, old head. We didn't mean to get you in the middle of it. Now the tension is broken a little bit. And this is my opportunity. This may be my opportunity. This may be my chance to stop the gunfight that may happen because now I can see, yes, they do, in fact, have guns. Ooh. And I don't even remember what I said to him, but I said, uh, should I should I make them laugh here? Would making them laugh be a good thing here? Because I may say something funny here. And I mean, that's what I've been doing for my entire adult life plus 10 months. But and I know how to make strangers laugh, obviously. But should I do it here? Because if I'm wrong, they're going to probably go, oh, so you're trying to be smart, huh? 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 You're trying to be smart, huh? Why don't you mind your business? And then all of a sudden I got two dudes who are about to whoop each other down, whooping me down or shooting me. That's what's going into my head. Should I make these two chumps laugh? Should I do it? And I don't remember what I said. I usually, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have to remember what I said. I've been doing this for a long period of time. I could just think of something in the moment. I forgot what I said. And I said, da, 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 da. Whatever I said, I said, I said, I'll take, I'll take the shot. You get one shot, one opportunity. Do you seize it or do you get bullets in your behind? <laughs> <laughs> I paraphrase them and I'm there. So what? Shut up. Back to the story. So I say whatever I said. And I look at him. 
old head got jokes. <laughs> yeah, man, you funny. <laughs> they start laughing. And they fall into like a, they dap each other up over what I said to them. And then they realized they just dapped each other. They realized they were still mad, but I had already broken the tension. I'm like, okay, all I got to do is get, as soon as I get my General Souls chicken, I just want to get my General Souls, if I get my General Souls chicken, I just want my General Souls chicken, I want my homemade iced tea, and I want my way too expensive chocolate ice cream. Okay, so your General Souls chicken is ready, and here's your homemade iced tea, but we don't have chocolate. Oh, oh man, I turn around, and you don't have chocolate, no, we don't have chocolate, we don't have chocolate. But we have, let's see what we have back here. We have a, we have a vanilla with the chocolate in it. It has chocolate syrup in it. And we have cookies and cream. And we have strawberry. And we have, do you, do you want the, do you want the, uh, the one with, I said, give me the one, the, the vanilla with the chocolate syrup in it. Yeah, that'll be enough, you know. In the back of my mind, I'm going, I already know this is going to be like $87 for this crap. I mean, I'm just talking about the ice cream because there's you no know, so chicken. It's expensive, but. But it's in line with what I expected to pay. Same thing with the homemade iced tea. It's in line with what I expected to pay. But when you take the ice cream and you factor the amount they charge for the ice cream for just a cup of ice cream, like one of those little eight ounce cups of ice cream, if you extrapolate that to a to a gallon of ice cream, the gallon of ice cream would cost, I think, uh, fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> right. So I'm like, man, I just want to go home, man. You know, you escape death right here. Right. So I get my General Souls ice cream. I walk up and he in the bag. I see the General Souls ice cream, a whole bunch of duck sauce, soy sauce, my, all the stuff that I normally have to walk back from the car back into the place to make him put in the bag. But he remembered and he put. I was like, it's kind of weird that he remembered to put it in the bag. What the? Oh, man, there's a homemade icing tea in there. This one's actually dark. This is not one of the watered down ones that sometimes they give to people when they don't think they're paying attention, you know, because they try to save some money. I get it. Right, so I get a full homemade iced tea. It's not watered down. I get the General Souls chicken. It's a little heavier than normal. It's a little heavier. What the hell? Kind of pump, pop it up. This extra General Souls chicken in there. He actually threw in, uh, 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 instead of just the regular fried rice, he actually, oh, I'm sorry, re- uh, white rice. Not only did he throw in fried rice, but he threw in, um, home, uh, house special fried rice. You know, that's the one that has shrimp and chicken, all, all the things that, you know, it's all in there. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, and then I looked and I noticed he had given me two ice creams. And I'm like, man, I'm not taking out. I'm not missing the car payment to, to get the two cups of ice cream. What the heck is this person doing? And I, I grabbed him. Hey, say, I said, say, you came in the wrong food. This he goes, no, I gave you some more food because I saw what you did there. They, they were going to fight in the store. And you got them. They Look at them. Look at them. They're, they're not fighting anymore. If you had not been here, they would have fought. And, you know. And uh, you really, you really saved us a lot of trouble. So I just wanted to thank you. I said, "Oh, okay, cool, thanks a lot, right?" And I took the bag. I said, "You sure?" He goes, "Yes." He says, "Says I'm, you know." I said, "Okay, cool, cool." So I'm walking out the store. Old head man was going. Good looking out, old head. Good looking out. Yeah, good looking out, old head. Yeah, you funny man. They were laughing at what I said. They repeated what I said a couple times. He said, "Ha!" They repeated and they 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 high fived each other, whatever. After and then I walked out and got in my car. Put this food in the seat, turn the car, jigga, 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 jigga. turn the car on. Okay, my car doesn't go jigga, jigga, jigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I look back into the window, and as I'm about to turn the corner, they were looking at me and they're waving at me and giving me the thumbs up. You know, and it reminded me when I, in that moment, obviously, because my nephews weren't going to shoot each other, 
or beat each other up in a Chinese food store. It reminded me of when my nephews or my cousins or whatever would start to get into physical altercations because that's what kids do sometimes. And I would kind of step in and just say a couple words and calm them down. You know, when they were little babies, I'd pick them up and give them a kiss on the head. Dah, right. When they were teenagers, I'd, I'd dap them up. Right. And and I was able to just do the uncle thing, which is what the uncle thing does, because you don't have to discipline the kids as much as the uncle. You can just come in. Have a good time. I mean, if they do something dumb, you got to you got to get in there, you get in their backside, you know, hey, 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 put it down, you know, but you know, and they take it real, really seriously when you do that, because normally you're not a disciplinarian because you don't have to be unless they're staying with you. Right. So they took. So it's like, yo, so I realize it's basically, even though these were guys in their 20s who had guns on them. You know, and it wasn't like I was trying to help them. I mean, I was trying to help them, but I, I, let's be honest. It was really me trying to keep bullets out of my backside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, let's keep it real here, right? But then I realized I had become an involuntary uncle to these two dudes, right? You know, I had become an involuntary uncle to these two dudes. And it was weird that it had happened. You know, it happened sometimes. I remember, um, <laughs> this, is, this is such a weird thing. And I. <laughs> Because you know, because sometimes you wind up solving a couple's argument because they look at you. Um, sir, could you, maybe you can solve this for us. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't even know these people. And they have a, a and they're young. It's, they're a young couple. They're like 21, 22 years old. You know, a few years younger than the two idiots that were going to shoot each other. And they ask you a question, and it's a really simple question. And I forgot, you, you, it's nothing. It's like it's a problem that it really isn't. If you're an older person, it's the kind of thing that you would completely overlook i've been in relationships in my 20s and 30s and the thing that they were sitting there fussing about was the kind of thing that i and the lady that i would be in a relationship with who were and, and definitely now at 54 i would need you to even have noticed the stuff that they were complaining about because it's like who cares right you ever you, you ever see guys in their 40s 50s and 60s and up even when their bodies even if they're a per, if they're an old guy whose body looks like crap they don't give a crap they walk out on the front lawn right strike a match on their breast yeah that's right you know they don't give a crap right open up a beer bottle and they they don't give a crap hey you don't care what you i ain't shaving the hair off my nipples it's just i'm 67 years old that's what happened shut up right and i look forward to being that guy well of course i want to be in i'm going to be in good shape by then but you know what i'm saying right so they ask you the questions you solve the problem for you it's effortless and it's not a big deal you feel proud of yourself, man. You lay there looking happy. I kept the guys shooting each other in the Chinese food store a couple of weeks ago. Today, um, ironically, in the same Chinese food store, didn't get no, didn't get any free stuff this time. But uh, <laughs> solved that problem. And there was a guy. Oh my goodness, this is definitely a lockdown, inadvertent uncle thing. And the guy was close to my age. He's complaining. I'm in the supermarket. He's complaining about his girlfriend, and I had exactly the same problem with the girlfriend. And I told him what I did, which had actually worked successfully. And I'm thinking I'm never going to see this guy again. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that his problem is going to be solved the same way I solved my problem. And I told him what I did. And he goes, oh, okay, I'm going to try that, man. I'm going to try that. Right? And I go, okay, cool. I'm pretty sure he's going to be successful. I go back to the supermarket. And I used to go to the supermarket at the same time. And if you notice, if you do anything in the, at the same time, if you catch a bus at the same time, catch a train at the same time, you work in an office, you catch an elevator at the same time. If you go for a run at the same time, if you do anything at the same time, every time or most of the times, you'll notice that the people that are falling onto that schedule kind of become like a family to you. 
Right. After a while, you start to know about everybody's kids names, you know, about the, you know, their last names, you know, all this kind of stuff, little bits of information. And you start to build a relationship with you. Essentially, what happens is you have an going upstairs to my office in an elevator family. You see the same seven people who get on the elevator at the same time. If you have to catch a bus or a train to work, you have your train car family. You usually stand in the same place when you catch a train. Everybody's people of well, creatures of habit, which means most likely the people standing next to you at that section of the train area are the same people that are standing there. And they see you and they stand closer to you because they're used to you and they don't identify you as somebody who's going to mug them on the train. So, of course, they stand around you and you have your train family. Right. You have your going for a run family. You have your coming outside to sweep the front of the house family. You have your I'm washing my car on a Sunday family. That's what happens. And he became part of my going to the supermarket to get food in the middle of the week family. Right. You do your big shopping. And if you're like anybody else, sometimes during the middle of the week, you do a little light shopping. You grab a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I ran into him and he comes up to me. Hey, man, the thing that you said, man, it worked, man. It worked, man. I'm like, great. Glad to hear it. And I'm thinking that's the end of it. Little did I know he he did everything except come out with an eight by 12 legal binder with other problems in his life. Okay, sir, here's some other stuff that's wrong. This is happening with my mom and dad and this, that, and I'm going, okay, come on, Unc. He called me Unc. He called me Unc. He's about four years younger than me, and he called me Unc. <sighs> okay, I, the, the odds of me running into him again, because I'm going to change when I go to the supermarket. I mean, I don't normally do that. I don't normally change my behavior, but I just don't feel like having this guy. He's literally following me around the supermarket asking me questions about things in his life. I don't know his name at this point, and he's calling me Unc. People are looking at us, and they think I'm actually his uncle, because, you know, he's calling me Unc. Please stop calling me Unc, sir, please. I give him some more advice, right? And I cut... <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing, but I did it. I got in line because he seemed to be doing more shopping than me. I grab half of the stuff I wanted. I get in line. I buy the stuff. I go, okay, man, take care. Okay, Unc. I get in my car, put, and I bought stuff that wasn't perishable. Got in my car, kind of squatted down. Four minutes later, he comes out. He gets in, this, he's, he gets in the car two cars away. He doesn't know my car look at this point, thank goodness. He drives off. What do I do? Get back out the car, go back in and finish shopping and realize, okay, he comes this time of day. I'm flexible. I can come at a different time of day. I can come at a different time of day. No big deal. <laughs> so I come about two hours early or uh, three hours earlier than I normally would because I just move my schedule around. Not a big deal. I go to the supermarket. Dun, dun, dun. His punk behind is in there again. He's now with his girlfriend. He sees me and I'm going, well, since he's with his girlfriend, he's probably going to end here. They come now. You're the guy that told him to do the floopy floop. Yeah. Thank you. Because he, that was a really good idea because, you know, you give me all fan. Oh, that's great. Now they're both hugging me. Okay, great. This hug is lasting a long time. This is this hug is now becoming uncomfortable. This hug is becoming uncomfortable. He stopped the hug. She's still hugging. Okay. 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 This is uncomfortable. I normally 
okay, she's it's now she's okay, she's she's doing the shake hug now and her breasts are rubbing against my chest. I'm really starting to enjoy this. I really need her to let go. Okay, that's fantastic. Okay, okay. All right, okay, fantastic. All right, so I walk away and they're following me. And we were wondering, and now they they but they both have out lists now. They, I'm speaking metaphorically when I say list. They don't actually he didn't actually have a list and she didn't actually have a list and he didn't actually have a list the first time. You knew I was speaking metaphorically, right? Of course you did. Back to the story. Story's almost over. And uh, they're literally, it's almost like they, they kind of sensed that I was going to go start going to another supermarket. <laughs> because I can't escape these two. And, which, of course, I did. And um, so it was almost like they almost intrinsically knew, psychically knew, spiritually knew they were never going to see me again. So they rattled off all the crap that was going wrong and I'm rattling off answers. I'm not Dr. Phil. I have no training. I have just done a lot of things in life and fixed a lot of problems of my own. And they had similar problems for some reason. I gave them the solutions that I used. And then I did the same thing again. Bought half of the stuff I wanted to buy. Got into the car, scrunched down, let them go buy, get back into the toy, buy some stuff. Six months goes by. Six months. Six months later, I run into him at another supermarket that I'm going to. Hey, man, I've not seen you in a while. I'm going, hey, what's going on? He walks up to me. Hey, Unc, hey, man. Yeah, I'm glad I've seen you, man. I'm moving out of town, man. I'm like, oh, really? Really? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's what I said. That's not what I thought. <laughs> we are married now and everything's great. Thank you, man. And he does the, the uncomfortable hug and they, 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 hey, there he is. She comes in. She gives the, does the uncomfortable hug again. This hug actually lasted way longer than the last one. Okay. Now I'm feeling even more guilty because she's doing the shake hug thing with the breast of my chest and I'm enjoying it too much. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I, I should not be enjoying this. She's kind of cute. So I, this is, I, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like to let go now. <laughs> Okay, let go. Okay, both of you. Okay, great. And I said, I'm, I'm glad you guys are happy. Oh, glad that's great. Okay, great. And, uh, bye bye, Unc. And she calls me Unc. They both call me Unc. <laughs> I'm not your Unc, but I'm glad you're happy. And I realized that that started to happen to me a lot. And it continues to this day. Not with those people, but it continues to this day where I become, have become, and will probably always become the involuntary uncle to people. But I think that just comes with getting a little older and being the kind of person that has a, a kind of personality where people feel that you're approachable. So now what I do is I walk around swinging a sword as I go around places. It gets me arrested a lot, but people don't ask me for advice. <laughs> I do not walk around swinging a sword. I was just making, I was just, <laughs> okay, that was kind of dopey to say, shut up, don't judge me. <laughs> But I realized, uh, even though I was gracious to them, that I, as as it is now, I, I, I'm this. This was me. This was maybe ten years ago or something. Ten, maybe fifty four. Now it's in my early forties. Oh God, it was more than fifteen years ago. But um, but the thing is, it's like I'm now. I'm a lot more. You know, I'm always gracious on the outside, but I'm not more internally gracious now. I don't mind it as much now. You know what I mean? As you get older, you don't mind it as much now. And, you know, if you get an opportunity to be the involuntary uncle to somebody, you know, just do it, man. Feels good to help people, doesn't it? Of course it does. You know, it feels good. You know what else feels good? Talking to you guys. And you know what else would feel better? 
If you guys would subscribe to this podcast, that would feel fantastic. A lot of you already have, but for those of you that have not, please subscribe to this podcast. You know what would also feel awesome? If you would rate and review this podcast five stars, please, that would feel fantastic. And you know what would feel even better is if you would spread the word about this podcast. Tell anybody you think would enjoy this podcast. And if you see any kind of post about this podcast on social media, please retweet, reblog, re-Facebook, re-re-what the hell ever. Links back to this podcast because we want to get as many people listening and as many plays as possible because I would appreciate that as your voluntary uncle because you i want to be your uncle you dig <laughs> and by being your uncle i, I just want to say it means i just want to date your mom <laughs> i'm gonna play me some loud prince song and prince music in the back and then come back out put my pants on <laughs> i just kind of ruined the moment didn't i <laughs> but your mom is cute so give you hook me up i'll be good to you i promise i'll be real good to you even though you're you're a group you're old adults i ain't gotta tell you just, I, just give me your mother's phone number and shut up you don't even live there anymore you don't you want her to be happy <laughs> much love to you all obviously i'm just kidding with you guys and gals much love to you all i appreciate you coming back to listen to the podcast i appreciate the kind words my friends and i will see you again next time much love to you all take care bye-bye